brush up your Shakespeare. Stop quoting him now. Brush up your Shakespeare, and the women you will wow. Just declaim a few lies from Othello, and they'll think you're a heck of a fella. If your blonde won't respond when you flatter her, tell her what pony told Cleopatra. And if still to be shocked she pretends well, just remind her that all's well that ends well. Kia and welcome back to Focus on Arts on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM and a big kia ora tenakwe to Janet Bailey, kaitiaki of Mahara Gallery. Can I say that? Are you the kaitiaki? Yes, or kaifakahaere is another one. Kaifakahaere. Which sort of means manager, looker after. Okay. But yeah, kaitiaki in terms of looking after people's art and collections and I guess also people, you know, as... um, we're apparently quite good at the, um, you know, the hospitality side of things. And it's a it's, very welcoming place. Yeah. Not at yeah. the moment. Not at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to start with the update on the Mahara redevelopment, which has started. You know, the contractors took ownership of the building last Monday. Is it last Monday? Yeah, this is the second week. And, you know, the hoardings are up. Um, and people are finding new ways to walk around and into Mahara Place. Um, so a big ups to local businesses who are going to have to deal with the, a certain amount of disruption over the next two or three months. Uh, the toilets at the back have been also made inaccessible, so there are some new Portacom toilets until the proper ones arrive from Auckland. They've been delayed by COVID, so they're supposed to arrive in January. So there's a bit of adjusting going on. Um, And, yeah, we hope that people will still keep coming, of course, to support local businesses, the cafes, um, the library, obviously, and local businesses, because it's a really busy time of year for them. So keep coming, everyone. So do, if people want to see the exhibitions, I know because you're just you're our neighbour now, you're just down the hallway from us on yeah. level one, but that's not really open to the public, is it? Well, no, we were, we were fortunate uh, really quite late in our search. We looked at virtually everything in Waikanae and mm. thought there really was nothing suitable. And uh, we were looking at a variety of spaces because we, you know, we're a mixed business and a lot of people don't realise that Apart from the exhibitions that are on the wall, there's a kind of team of people and a whole bunch of office and furniture that is part of the development and the putting up and the pulling down of each show. Mm. So um, what we have got is really great office space on the same floor as Coast Access Radio, yay. (laughs) So it's very nice to be your very close neighbours. And uh, everyone in this building has been lovely and welcoming. So we're actually above where the gallery started, funnily enough. It started where the temporary library is now. I didn't know that. Yes, yes. And when it was... I remember when it was was Artel. No, that's more recent years. So we're talking 25 years ago, Tanya. So 1995, 25, 26 years. Apparently it was Yates Furniture Store... And then Lloyd Parker enabled the gallery to go in to that corner site 
and I think they were only there five or six months, and then the the library, what is now the original Waikanae Library building, which we are essentially part demolishing in order to rebuild a new gallery on that site. It was Waikanae Library from 1977, and in 1995, later on, they moved across to the old post office building. Right. And Mahara moved in yep. to the library. So we've all done this big, you know, roundabout in Mahara Place. Mm. So there's a lot of history there. And obviously a lot of the local businesses, like Olive Cafe, were saying at our catch-up breakfast yesterday that they, they've been here 15, 16 years, which is as long as I've been running the gallery. So, yeah, our new site is on the first floor. There's some steep steps and there's a platform lift, but it's not ideal for public visitation. And several people have said to us, but what are you doing with the art? Well, our exhibitions were temporary. Mm. They were changing all the time. And the field collection, which is what we're going to bring in when we have our nice new museum stand facilities, is in safe, secure, environmentally controlled storage in Paraparamu. So it's not on hand. We can't just pull it out and stick it up in the office for, you know. So we've got a, we've got a, uh, two or three pieces of artworks, like um, two wonderful drawings by Graham Percy. He was a New Zealand-born artist from Stratford who went to London and became a world-class illustrator, but really drawing was his thing. And we we took a big touring show of his that went round New Zealand, 21 venues. I think we were almost wow. the last. And they kindly offered each venue their choice of a couple of works. And I had I got two ones that I just adored, um, a kiwi in Venice and two kiwis in Paris. And they're just – because there is a – you know, there is a connection – to Francis Hodgkins, who had also had a wonderful time as a Kiwi artist during the expatriate experience. Uh, she became famous as the only woman running an art school in Paris, and she had a really wonderful time in Venice too. So there is a you know a connection to Francis Hodgkins and the Field Collection. So we'll put those up when we can. We've finished unpacking the boxes. Yeah. And sorting our technical issues and getting a printer set up somewhere and all of that bizzo. Yeah, people think when you're an art gallery, you've just got paints, paintings and artworks on the wall. But there's all those things behind the scenes. Like we were just saying off air, it's just been a little bit of a nightmare just getting internet connected. Yeah, hmm. yeah. We won't mention the... Provider. <laughs> provider concern. Or lack but, of prov- provider. Yeah, but yeah, this this building is a bit complex in terms of numbers changing as well and its own mm. has its own history. So anyway, everyone has been very generous and supportive and welcoming so that's lovely it must be quite hard for you leaving the old building even though it's going to be improved and it's going to be great having Mahara gallery and it'll probably just be called Mahara from what I've heard Mm -hmm. but you've made a lot of memories there must have been a little bit sort of bittersweet yes it was it was interesting uh, going through that moving process which took all up about a month and and um yeah it was poignant and Thinking back on some wonderful shows, really, yeah, really great shows, wonderful artists, interactions with, you know, visitors, lenders, so much generosity, that they, all, all of the people who've contributed to the life of the gallery. It really was a living space and a lot of wonderful things happened in it. Before, 
even, you know, we were there, of course, there was the, it was a library originally. So when you think of the thousands of books and readers and lenders, mm. and the original librarian, Rachel Oliver, turned up to our community open day, and she was there speaking with um, Norma McCullum, who's well known as a person who was one of the um, founding figures in the gallery from Waikanae Business like I 2,000 days. So, yeah, it's a lovely photograph of them and beautiful one of Tracy Morgan, who's um, an artist, Tiati Awaki Fokorongatai, um, and a cultural leader. Wow. Um, she's one of the artists in the public fountain sculpture. Oh, and, wow. Yes, and she was in the opening show when it was in the library. And she's, you know, become important in the history of the gallery as we've. Um, gone along and is contributing to the design discuss- discussions and deliberations uh, representing iwi in terms of um, you know the kopapa and the um, protocols and and design issues as they come up. And she wrote a beautiful thing on the wall about um, the memories from all the books and readers and then the artists and looking forward to the building becoming renewed as a new taonga for the community and Aotearoa in the future. So that was beautiful. But, yeah, the the most emotional day for me was the blessing. Oh, really? Um, When the morning that um, uh, Cora Don came through with um, June Davis and we had our career, Queenie Rikihana Highland, and another gallery founder, Hilary Wooding, sitting there, Corridon, um, you know, giving um, his final thoughts and blessing and prayers for the process of the building sort of being taken down to its, you know, ground level and then redeveloped. And then everyone, and and there were lots of uh, Kuri and Komatoa from Whakarongatai Marae. And then, you know, how they, they walk around the building and they bless as they go and they, mm-hmm. their hands are running along the walls. Mm-hmm. And I had... The day before, we'd had the men's shed and deconstructing quite a recent portable gallery wall that we'd had built for a Francis Hodgkin's show, but we couldn't get it out the doors. And I thought we had to get everything out before the contractor started. So invited them to come and demolish it. And they did. It took them a few hours. Um, but And they left this great mess behind on the floor. And I thought, oh, I better vacuum. You know, it's a, it was a stupid thing. To <laughs> You're be about doing. to have demolition yeah, work know, and you want to vacuum. Yeah, and I vacuumed the ground floor. But, of course, I didn't do upstairs. And as we walked around the building following Corridon Blessing and, you know, greeting the spirits in that building of that place, of that whenua, and then, you know, asking for their blessing on the work to come and the new generations to come through, and we trailed up the stairs and went through the, the office mess that was left behind. But it was really interesting because people said afterwards, um, we went down to the Marae for um, a lovely breakfast and um, Manaki Tanga, and people said, I can't believe you worked in such, you know, quite basic facilities for what we did. So you think we did this... I mean, I'm not just skiting. I think there were some really, really fabulous shows. Mm. And my predecessor, Gerald Barnett, we had the Real Art Road Show in there and Francis Hodgkins and, you know, New Zealand art stars as well as new and up and coming and established, the whole gamut. But the actual facility, it was basic. 
And yeah. we made it look really good, not just the art, but the way it was presented. And everyone always said, you know, the shows worked really well. So we'll be sad, you know, to, I suppose, see those spaces go. But now we've got the kind of the fun, exciting, interesting part of fine-tuning, you know, the final details of the new design. And as you said, there will be a rebranding and a renaming mm. coming up and a new kind of a, it, it, it's it's a new phase in the life of the gallery that we are collectively bringing to life and that's that's exciting it almost seems to me like a plant that keeps growing but it's it's gone off like you've trimmed off the dead wood and it's going off on a new direction now mm-hmm. and i think it'll be absolutely more fit for purpose won't it but do well, you get yes. do you get to t- to tweak things and say <laughs> oh i want this here and i want that uh, there because this is my rationale after working here for so many years yeah yeah i mean uh, there, there are you know, obviously you've got always got the usual limitations of the actual space you've got. You know, it's still not a huge space, but there will be, you know, double the number of galleries, almost treble the amount of exhibition space and a dedicated store room to hold the field collection and other taonga in temperature-controlled environment and, you know, professional work. Spaces and facilities, so that will be a treat, uh, certainly. Um, so that'll have to be. Would that have to be? You say a temperature-controlled room, but also yes. fireproof as well, because those oh, tonga, if you everything. can't replace them. Well, this is this is a modern building brought to modern museum standards, and mm. obviously, yeah, there's everything is going to be ramped up considerably in mm. terms of security, lighting. Um, Heating, ventilation, safety, all, all of those aspects. Yeah, so it'll be a proper museum facility, which is wonderful, not just for us in this space, but for Kapiti, because it means we'll be able to bring, you know, borrow from institutions we weren't able to before, because we will meet their requirements as institutions loaning their taonga to us, mm. because we'll be a museum standard facilities which has been another driver for the project. I'm sure so. there are other people out there who hadn't thought about that, like me, that you need to keep these artworks in temperature-controlled climate so that they don't get moisture or mould or well, deteriorate. The, yeah, the worst thing for artwork is fluctuating temperature and humidity. Right. And if you get, you know, how buildings, you know, damp buildings... Um, they weep on mm. the inside. That's very bad for artworks. And also insect damage. A few, mm. you know, silverfish like eating paper. Yes. And as do, you know, rodents, mice. Um, so, and, you know, any water around artworks is an issue. And also excessive UV, uh, particularly like the, the historical watercolours, you know, lose their... Um, vibrancy and their original colour through intense overexposure to UV light. So we need to have, you know, controlled lighting for that type of work. Mm. And, um, well, every material and medium has different requirements, but, um, and contemporary art is, you know, art in general is across many different media and they, they each specific in different ways but um, basically you aim for a steady uh, um, environment that doesn't change massively Mm. 
between night and day or between winter and summer or if, you know, it's raging southerly outside, which is how it used to be when I started. It was like a big barn and in winter you closed the door and when people walked in or the leaves came in under the front door and you'd feel the gusts of, you know, and the dirt. I mean, just, yeah. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about the dirt and dust blowing in. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it'll be a whole new ball game for everyone. And there's a, it's only a year of building, so we're looking at reopening in early 2023, uh, which is the same year, funnily enough, that the Sergeant Gallery up in Whanganui reopens. Oh, right. So it's quite exciting. You know, we're also kind of being able to step up more on the national stage as, you know, a respectable art venue that people will travel from Wellington, you know, stop in in Waikana and head up to Te Aho Newstrom in Foxton or Te Takere in Levin and then go on to Whanganui and up to the Lenlai Centre and Gavit Brewster in New Plymouth. So, you know, we'll be, you know, joining our colleagues in that professional setting. Taking that step up finally. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been yeah. a long time coming. Yeah. So there's a little bit of uh, that we're still fundraising and I just thought I'd quickly update. Uh, we've only got 5% to go. Wow. Uh, on our goal, which is amazing. And a lot of things have come to fruition since the major government commitment of funds and council, of course, committing its one third. So we're now going out for a number of community events. And I wanted to give a little plug for um, our final Friends event for the year, which is also a Mahara Gallery fundraiser taking place because everything, as well as not having a venue for a gallery, Exhibitions. We don't have a venue for friends events and talks and yeah. live music and all those things we did as part of our public program. So the friends are continuing their four events a year, but they're going to be off site. So on December 7th, which is at a Tuesday afternoon from 1.30 till 3, uh, we've invited friends and supporters of the gallery to um, join us at Ruth Pretty's. Um, there is a payment for the the high tea event, but it's as I said, it's a fundraiser, and with, with all of Ruth Pretty's amazing catering, which you were telling me. About, oh, you know, I know. Much, I've yeah. done dishes there, yeah. so I've sampled her food. It's <laughs> yes. amazing, and the yes. little garden room is just the garden room picturesque. Will be in, and Ruth will give us a talk, which I gather she's very good at doing, and we're raffling some wonderful. Um, art books and a beautiful print that um, I had on an easel during our community open day. Mm. Three people all wanted it all at once. (gasps) And I couldn't just kind of go, oh, let let me just go over to the shop and sell you because nothing was set up anymore. We're still not set up. But anyway, we're going to raffle one of these wonderful prints of a painting that she did in the UK, quite a well-known painting in the uh, late 30s. Yeah. And some wonderful art books and objects. So Diana Loopsa has been organising that, working hard. We've got handmade chocolates and as little gifts and a glass of bubbles and it'll be, you know, festive. So there are only 50 tickets, but if people are interested and they would like to support this, uh, friends have first priority, but um, if you just e- if people email info at Mahara Gallery, .org.nz will give you further details and let you know how the numbers are going. So there's that. Um, 
And yeah, we've we've got various. Um, the board are working very hard on approaching people and in discussions. You can become a gallery supporter. Tui Kakapo and Kereru for a you know modest contribution to the new district gallery between one and three thousand, or if you'd like to go bronze, silver, or gold for between five and twenty thousand. You will get your name on the honours board, and uh, there are sort of tagged ways of supporting different galleries. So we'll have the district gallery, which is a big one on the ground floor, alongside a smaller community gallery where we'll host functions and you know run some education programs. Then on the uh, up in the first level, upstairs or in a lift lift being built, we'll have a solo artist gallery and a heritage gallery with a collection store. So these individual spaces, you can say, well, I'd like to contribute to the solo artist gallery. And then you have your name, you know, attached to that. So um, very happy to talk to people about those or if they've got a little fundraising event they'd like to run and contribute um you know, the Kapiti Enviro School's um, person offered to do a fundraiser for it. I thought that was so it's sweet. Really so, cool. You know, yeah. so it really, it, I mean, it's it's really lovely to have, to feel that sort of level of community support, even if, you know, a family or a, a group, any group, decide to pitch in so that they can have their name on a, a board or a... Um, Associated with the gallery, yeah, we're very um, keen to talk to people about that. Well, I'm just yeah. going to pop in here now, which will remind me, because we are not doing this live, that I've put this on our Facebook page. So go to our Facebook page right now, Coast Access Radio. I've got all the details there if you'd like to support Mahara Gallery and uh, get in contact with Janet. That email, info at maharagallery.org.nz, is that right? Yep. Info at mahadagallery.org.nz. Right, just interrupt, carry on. No, that's cool. So, Tanya, so, uh, last time I was here, uh, we had two arts trail artists, um, Tanya Daly and Jackie Marston. Mm-hmm. I hope they both had really good arts trails. I uh, did some on the first weekend after, I think one of them was a community day and, the, and uh, one day on the second and I thought we could swap notes because I, I, I like to go to studios and people I haven't visited or met before. So I, I did some of that. But I started in Otaki on the second weekend and probably spent two or three hours up there. Um, there's a new uh, gallery space. Uh, I think it's called the Rotary Lounge in Otaki Street. Okay. I've remembered its name, Hall of Clay and the old Rotary Hall. There were four um, artists exhibiting there. Some of their work I'd seen elsewhere, but it was good to see it all together in one space. So Susie Connolly, Sarah Beresford, Catherine Lim and Stacey Young. So that was really great. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Toy Matarau, who just you know, going from strength to strength in their display areas and the artists and... Um, caught up with the um, the lovely uh, Sonia, Fire Sonia Snowden with her um, weaving in the corner. And then someone said, I'll go over to the Otaki Memorial Hall and there was a 
spirituality um, fair, and that was pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, there were people there doing massage and reading tea leaves, and and um, yeah, it was just a really interesting, lively vibe. Um, that's all tucky for you. That's all tucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was great. And down in Paraparamu, I visited um, new artists new to the district called. Wearing, she came in and did one of our focus on arts with Kerid. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah no, she's uh, and also um, Morag Stokes. So yes, she's both, been in here too. Both arrived. Good. So they both arrived in the last year from Wellington. Yeah, and it was good to sort of see them, uh, you know, coming fresh to the district and uh, establishing their own space and networks and looking at, you know, what they can offer and what they connect with. Mm. So it was really nice to spend time with them. And also Hamish McCauley, I think you've talked to him. He's had a couple of interesting shows. He came back from London during COVID sometime last year with with his partner, Jen. And uh, they've had a couple of shows with um, Art for Everyone in Parbaramu in the Kiwi Bank and then in okay. Robert Harris Cafe. And he's got a studio in, set up at his home in Waikanae and uh, printmaking. So, yeah, it's just nice to sort of, I guess, yeah, one, one thing about leaving our gallery space is I'm, I'm sort of feel a little bit more able to sort of free float about and just engage more, you know, with the... Um, the wider community, so that was a good way to do that. And actually, the previous weekend, I visited Cheryl Gibbs and Romati South mm-hmm. and uh, Rita Schreck and, and um, uh, Rebecca Bond, who had studios in Romati. So, just sort of got around a bit, but it, it was good to have in depth conversations with people in a in a kind of a relaxed way. So anyway, I heard you had an interesting arts trail too with yeah. your mum. Yeah, well I didn't come down the first weekend. My mum had just had a carpal tunnel release surgery on her on her wrist and I said, Well let's leave it till the following weekend but unfortunately the weather wasn't as great mm. but um because my mum's a bit older, she said, oh, I don't want to be traipsing around all these places. And I said, bingo, we're going to go to Big Mac Slabs. It's a hub with a whole lot of artists. You'll be undercover and very well organised. And, of course, the gorgeous Kerrit is there as well. So yeah. I sent her a message on Facebook. She just put a video up on 2i2c, her Facebook page, yeah. uh, to Innovators to Create. And I said, right, we're coming down. We'll see you after lunch. So mm-hmm. mum and I went down for a nosy and... When I got back, my partner said, you've been gone hours. <laughs> and I said, I know. And you came back with? With goodies. With oh, goodies. Well, mum purchased, actually. So yes. Jojo, a Jojo Ceramics, mum bought a beautiful, it's almost like, not very artistic, but it's sort of like lily pads, these mm. individually crafted ceramic leaves, which they're slightly different coloured glaze, the blues and taupe and sort of aqua. And then there's a there's a couple of poppies in this water feature bowl, but one of the poppies has lost a petal and it's just sort of drifting down into the water. And there's a little ladybird on it, and because I love ladybirds, mum said, oh, I love that. <laughs> and the poppies, because my dad's a Vietnam veteran, mm. she said, I've got to have it. And then she said, oh, that's naughty. And I said, no, you're meant to have it because you're the worst person at making decisions mm. and you said I've got to have it. Mm. And it's um, solar-powered as well, so you can put it anywhere on the deck and it's got a little fountain and it just... Mm. It sounds peaceful. It looks mm. beautiful. And when I saw it yesterday out of the box at Mum's, she said, 
I feel a bit naughty for buying that. And oh. I said, why? Money sitting in your account. It sounds like it you're will not feed her so much. Feed her spirit. And it sounds whimsical, but it yeah. Does. But delightful and imaginative, and I'm sure she'll get a lot out of it. Oh, we decided so, where it's gone already, outside oh, the bedroom window, so she can hear the water as well mm. as see it. Mm. It's just, it's, it was brilliant. And great. I got a piece of Karen um, Ashford's Ashford, who I Dashford know you glass. Got very, very excited when you spoke with her. So yeah. that's great. Yeah, very Wonderful. exciting. Thank you for supporting the artists on the Arts Trail. Well, I tell you what, sitting here recording Focus on Arts yeah. every week, I am just continuously ex- inspired by. Yes. Mostly women we've had in here, but we've had mm. a few men over the times. Mm-hmm. But it's always a common thread with art. It's mm-hmm. it's very healing yeah, for people. Definitely. Yeah. And we're just about out of time. You got a minute. So <laughs> what do you want to push, Janet? <laughs> oh well, gosh. If anyone's got any ideas, like short term, before Christmas, we need to get things happening a bit better in Mahara Place using the stages. I mm-hmm. was thinking about, you know, some music poetry, artists, workshops, I don't know, just throwing it out there, get in touch. And we're working closely with council at the moment and I'm sure we can, you know, we want we want to support the local businesses, we want to bring people in and even perhaps after school, some after school workshops uh, with artists working with kids now that school's winding down, just an, a thought. It needn't be ambitious, or uh, but just something to bring bring that warmth, keep it going, and keep those people coming through here yeah. in the meantime. And just, yeah, if we don't speak again, I hope everyone has a lovely, safe, restorative Christmas and summer break because we all need it. Amen to that. Yeah. Thanks, Janet. You've been listening to Focus on Us, Janet Bailey. Kaitiaki, what's the other one? Kai Fakahari. Kai Fakahari. I've learnt a word from Mahara Gallery. Thanks, Janet. Cool. Thanks, Tanya. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.